Christina Castedio and I are new friends. I knew we were going to be friends and we would collaborate more the first time I ever spoke with her. You can go back to episode 39 to hear her personal story. Thanks, Allison, for connecting us. Christina and I have begun some discussions that can sometimes be awkward or uncomfortable for one or both of us. We're doing that for you. As a white woman in the South, I can only have that perspective from personal experience. Christina's perspective is from her personal experience as a black woman. And of course, each of you have your own personal experience. Because of that, we all have some questions or statements that may feel strange to say out loud. Am I going to be offensive? Am I going to sound ignorant? Am I perpetuating a stereotype? Should I only listen? Or am I even allowed to ask questions or even share my own thoughts? We want to help you break those barriers so you can ask each other the hard questions and say the hard things so that you and your friends can feel more at ease talking with each other. Our vision is for friends from different perspectives, whether that be different races, cultures, or beliefs, to listen to our conversations and be ushered into conversations of your own. True change and understanding will not come until it takes place at a personal level, the heart level. You will not fully know another until you know your own heart. And of course, know the heart of God. As far as the pain, I I think of, um, you know, when people, you wondered how did we get here? Like, are there that many people that have been feeling this way? I think of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. He tried to peacefully, you know, um, peacefully explain (laughs) what the problem was. Mm-hmm. And he got villainized. And now people, I think, are like, oh. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Because so we tried, right? We tried to peacefully, different people, not just black people, but white people who agreed would take a knee in support of what he was trying to do. And that, in that peaceful protest, that didn't work. He got, he couldn't even get a job because of it. But now, so you try peacefully and you try talking and you try to be civil, but nobody listens just like a child. What do you do? What's that like? And as horrible as it is, it's working. Mandy. Yeah. (laughs) It's working. Mm -hmm. And I hate that it had to come to this, but you know, by any means necessary, what to get get to the, a place of peace, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just it's amazing to me. I wonder, I wonder if he's cried. I imagine he has. Oh, I'm sure. Just finally, mm-hmm. finally. And you know, I, I understand people's struggle with, you know, they felt that he was disrespecting the flag and such. But what I think is he was protesting the people that made the flag look bad, not the flag itself. Mm -hmm. The people that made that, that made it look that made our country into what they fought against, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and I know that's hard for a lot of people, but I think he was ultimately standing up for what the flag should mean. Did you think that then? when he did it oh yeah yeah see as a white girl <laughs> I didn't get it mm. um I was like why 
like that's, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a whole story with that. When it happened, I remember thinking, wow, that's really disrespectful. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, kind of cringy. <laughs> I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. Um, what about like all the men and women who have fought and given their lives for your freedom to do that? Like you mm-hmm. just, that's a slap in the face to them. But the freedom for him to do that. Yes. And yeah. that's what... <laughs> Someone I know who's in the military, a career military man, Uh who is also very conservative politically. So I thought, well, let's see what he has to say, because he's going to have a rant to beat all rants about this. And he said, yeah, the reason that we fight is so people have the right to say whatever they want in this country and do whatever they want. Well, not whatever they want, but within reason. And I was like, oh, Oh. Well, that's not how I thought that was going to go. Um, but I still, even now, I still have mixed feelings about it because I mean, he's a human being and he's not going to do anything perfectly, mm-hmm. but when there's something this uncomfortable and, um, widespread, there's not pun kind of intended a black and white mm-hmm. answer to everything. Right. Um, and looking back now, I'm like, oh, that was a very peaceful, strong statement, bold statement that you just made. And now that I see more clearly everything else, oh, (laughs) you weren't saying you hate your country. You were saying you love your country and would like for it to be more united. Okay. (laughs) I'll get behind that now. Yeah. Something that um, over the last few years has been difficult for me is is saying the actual Pledge of Allegiance. Because I think about those words, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And I, I, like the more I hear it, you know, and I substitute in the schools, you know, every morning, The more I heard it, the harder of a time I had saying it because I thought, wait a minute, this doesn't, that's not who we are. This doesn't fit what I see in my country. And I'm pledging allegiance to it. I, I had such a hard time now in the schools. I always stand up and put my hand on my, over my heart because I think kids need to make their own decision about all of that and how they feel. But I will be honest and tell you that I would change a few words <laughs> in saying the pledge. Um, I don't know if that's disrespectful or not, but I'll tell you at the end, I say, and justice for some. Uh, yeah. Because that those words, all of those words have not been true. Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody who likes to speak the truth. I cannot stand even what people consider little white lies. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel right for me to to say words that I didn't believe. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually today starting to believe more in our country and in the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm starting to, but it's been hard. That gives me hope. (laughs) 
<laughs> that you're, you know, that you, you really see that now that cause watching the news, listening to the media, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're just circling the drain. Like this is going to be either the fall of Rome all over again, or Jesus is coming back now. Like, <laughs> you know, like, right. it's just hopeless. But, but to hear somebody say like, things are good things are coming out of this yeah i see it that gives me hope i really do i i have so much hope and even you know some of the things that i've posted about my thoughts and feelings on all of this just the response of people has really surprised me Mm. i haven't had one negative comment and there are a lot of comments and basically people for the most part I see understand that it's not it's a sin issue ultimately mm-hmm. you know that's coming out into race but it's a sin issue and it's you know it's an issue that we each have within ourselves not to love our neighbor the way we love ourselves mm-hmm. and if we if we would all just focus on Jesus if we would just do that take our thoughts captive on on all that he has taught us then everything else would fall in place mm-hmm. i mean it's pretty simple he gave us a guide for how to live with each other and we can't even follow that like there's specific instructions yeah. <laughs> on how to treat people you know um and it and when you look at it we all and that's what's interesting about people in the church over the years if you look at the bible and the words of Christ, everybody ends up equal mm-hmm. because he says, weep with those who weep, rejoice with, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Um, and it talks about consider others better than yourself. And that's just pulling. If you're up here, then you reach down and pull your fellow man up with you. Is that mm-hmm. so hard? It doesn't take anything away from you to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I think that's a fear people have. I think that if they give someone else the same opportunities or rights or whatever, that it takes away from them and it doesn't. And yeah. it's opposite of what Jesus taught us. <laughs> so anyone who calls himself a Christ follower needs to pay attention. Even mm-hmm. people who don't believe in God, so many believe that Jesus was still a person in history, mm-hmm. a good person, and can agree that his teachings are good for everyone yeah most people have some sort of moral code right and and if they do it goes along with what jesus taught (laughs) which i think is why like having personal conversations Mm -hmm. is so important because if you're just going off of what you see in your facebook feed or on the tv then none of that's happening out there right that's that's important Um, which is why I wanted us to have this conversation to kind of spur people on (laughs) to have their own. My personality is the type that can see both sides of just about any issue. So let me say, if you are someone who is still offended by someone kneeling during the national anthem, I hear you and I understand that. And in some ways, I still feel the same way. But... Talking through this, thinking through this, 
I've changed my opinion some and I get it. I understand what was meant by it and the purpose behind it. Not only Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, but many different ways that people have tried to peacefully protest and demonstrate their frustration with the situation. So I hope this conversation helps you understand, or at least leads you into a conversation that helps make sense out of what's going on in the world around us. I'd love to hear your thoughts and know what else you'd like for us to talk about. So make sure you find both Christina and I on social media, Known Podcast and Christina Custodio. We will talk to you tomorrow.